0: Welcome to the Shed the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Whitens, online women's mental and emotional wellness coach, educator, and mental health advocate. My mission is to create and embrace a new norm of processing emotions and healing trauma. This will allow us to collectively shed the shame, guilt, and stigmas around mental health, emotional well-being, and self-care. It's long overdue for society to empower women to shamelessly focus on their own health and wellness, So they can self-heal and in turn model that healing in their relationships and especially for their children. This podcast is a place for inspiration, education, and tools on how to confidently break the societal patterns that keep us stuck, unhappy, and unfulfilled in life. It's time to start creating the healthy and happy life you've always dreamed of. Together we can do this one episode at a time. So without further ado... Let's dive right in and shed the shade. Hey everyone, I wanted to give you an exciting update on one of the things that I've been working on. It's called the Confidently Clear and Connected Community. So I've been dreaming of developing a safe place for women to heal in a group setting for a while now, and this is it. I created this container because I understand that not everyone can afford a one-on-one coach or mentor, and some people just need to access these life-changing tools on their own schedule at their own pace in their own time and so what I've developed is a monthly membership to a private group led by me. And so just a little snippet of this group is you'll have access to weekly trainings by me. Bi weekly group coaching calls that are live so you can get the support that you've been seeking, weekly focused topics to keep you motivated and engaged, resources and tools to implement in real time to accelerate your growth and healing, and integrative methods and practices, all backed by research, to supplement your experience. So, this is going to be a safe and welcoming group that will walk alongside you on your journey of healing and getting better and feeling better and getting excited about life again. This is going to give you support from me and I will also guide you through the best practices and the tools and tips and tricks that you can implement in your life as you're learning them so that you can start living the life you've always dreamed of. So I'm so honored to be able to offer this container to all the women out there seeking support yet all the women who are feeling stuck on their options and unsure what to do if you're interested in this please please visit the link in the episode description and you can get hooked into the wait list for when it officially launches so you don't miss it so go visit that link click on there Put your information in and I will be sure to connect with you to make sure you get notified when the confidently clear and connected community is officially open. OK, welcome to tonight's call, ladies. So this is I, I think this is something everybody struggles with but maybe not. I struggle with it because I'm a recovering perfectionist. And I've said that a number of times. So this call is about how to embrace progress over perfection in order to reach your goals. Because, oh my gosh, this is so hard. We are like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do things perfectly. Right. And I don't know if you're anything like me, but Growing up, you know, up until just recently, and I still have some like some stuff around this that I have to work on all the time. This is always a constant thing I'm working on, but it's like nothing counts unless it's done perfectly, right? Like if if there's any missteps, it doesn't count. It wasn't good enough. It doesn't matter how much thought, energy, or effort we put into things. We get totally defeated if we don't do every single step exactly right. Do you guys feel that at all? Maybe a little bit or 100%? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so like, that is shitty. (laughs) It's shitty. And, you know, a lot of times when we think about perfectionism, um, like for me for a long time, I was like, I thought it was an amazing quality to have. Like, yes, I'm a perfectionist because that means I do it right. And it's done my way, which means then it's done right. And it's perfect. And who wouldn't want it done that way, right? But this is what, like that exact mindset has held me back in a lot of ways because, oh, so many reasons. Like I've either not done something because I felt like I wouldn't be able to do it good enough or I would start doing it and then I would quit and then feel like total shit about it. But is this resonating with you guys? Like just that pressure of, of doing it perfect and then and then just not feeling good enough if it isn't done perfect. I think one of the things I was going to go on was like not letting other people do things for you, not letting other people help you because then it won't be done quote unquote right And if it's not done right, then it's not good enough. And then, so then what does that do? It completely burns you out because you're trying to do everything. And not only are you trying to do everything, you're trying to do it completely perfect, which is unattainable, honestly. Okay. So those are the ways that we derail our own efforts when we're trying to do things we've always wanted to do, like getting healthier and just parenting or planning a trip. Like I'm a psychopath when I'm trying to plan a trip because like I have to book the hotel and it has to be the perfect hotel. And I know if I let my husband do it, he's going to screw it all up and we're going to end up in a dive and like get robbed. And you like all this stupid <laughs> shit goes through my head. And then I like spiral out of control. And so like we do that, with ourselves like nothing is good enough unless it's perfect because of all the bad crap that that could that could happen right so the thing you got to think about with this perfectionism and what mm-hmm. i realize is that perfectionism in a lot of cases is a coping mechanism for some for something for trauma for something in your past to avoid feeling a specific way that you really don't want to feel like For me, like it isn't really about being super worried that you know we're gonna get robbed at the hotel that my husband picks out. (laughs) Like that's probably not gonna happen, right? And should I kind of trust him to do it? There's something with the not being able to trust him to handle it. Like there's something else there. It's it's about something else. Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about identifying. Like, what is it really about? Why won't you give yourself permission to make mistakes? Why won't you give yourself permission to be imperfect? All right. Another. So here's some other ways like that, that shows up, like what that looks like, that trying to do it perfect instead of letting, letting us not be perfect to be good enough. Quitting before you start. I think I said that already quitting or half-assing something because just because you made a mistake and you think that just screwed everything up. So I might as well quit. Right. Have you guys done that before? How many times, like Mm -hmm. how many, how many of you have done that just within like trying to lose weight? I think that's where it
1: resonates the most with me, whether it is like a diet that I started or an exercise program. And the minute I missed a day, it was like, forget the whole week, like forget it. I'll just start again Monday. (laughs) So Yeah.
0: And we do it like with the week, like, oh, well. fucked it up. I'm done this week. I'll just start again Monday. Right. And then that other whole thing of pushing it off and procrastinating instead of saying, well, I can start over tomorrow or I can start over right now. I don't have to wait four days until after the weekend. Like, right. There's something else going on there. And you know, I'm going to kind of get to that in a second quitting or half-assing it because Oh, I've done a lot of that like half-assing business. Like, oh, if I don't fully show up, then I don't have to fully take responsibility if it completely falls apart. Right. Like, oh, I wasn't really trying. So it doesn't count if it looks or is shitty. <laughs>
1: well, and I like, talk and I'll talk about it. Like, I'm not putting my best into this. I just want you all to know. And so oh, I say yes. that out loud so that no one's <laughs> expecting like. Yeah, and then when it
0: fails, yeah. Yeah, but then when it's amazing, you're like, oh, it was nothing, and you literally like killed yourself, right? (laughs) Even though you quote unquote weren't trying, yeah, I've been there too. Okay, so yeah, those are, oh, also like these are big ones too. Not thinking you're good enough or smart enough or that, you know, I don't have enough time. Or whatever, enough. There's always a something not enoughness there, right? And we use that excuse to stop working on what we really want to achieve. Mm -hmm. So, those are that's kind of some examples of what how we self sabotage ourselves using that perfectionism or avoiding you know you know avoiding or pushing away or quitting or all of that stuff like those are some examples and is there any other ones you guys can think of before I continue my rant here
2: I feel like mine was like this morning like I have just started to work out in the morning because I was an afternoon like evening workout person Mm -hmm. and I talked to Meg about it and we said like all right change it up like it's not working but this morning I was too tired and I didn't want to get out of bed and I was like all right You know, it's already six ten. And it was like, well, I could just not do it. But then I was like, you have to just do the 20 minutes. Like 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. Like get your ass out of bed. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) But it was like
2: me thinking, like it already doesn't matter. I already ruined 10 minutes. And I'm like, but you could have 20 minutes. Oh yeah. So it was like me trying to like sabotage and be like, Well, you already lost the 10 minutes. So like, what does it matter? But like, no, you Mm -hmm. could lose 30 minutes instead of just 10. So like get your Mm -hmm. ass up.
0: Yeah, that's a great. I like that you brought that up because we convince ourselves. Oh, man, we're so good at it, too. Mm-hmm. We convince ourselves to look at the bad or the negative piece instead of, yeah, but you still have 20 minutes. Why isn't 20 minutes good enough? Mm-hmm. And so I'm adding that in my notes. I don't know if I put that in my notes for <laughs> for the things
1: no I, I, think so. I totally agree with Jen like that is such a like I can talk myself into or out of anything and like I'll just keep talking myself out of the minutes too like, oh well, now I've only have five minutes to exercise it's like I can totally talk myself out of all the reasons I shouldn't be in
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I added, a, added that in there so we can come back and kind of dissect that a little more later and, and throw that in there but now I gotta find where it was at in my notes Oh, crap. Okay. So I think the bottom line is what perfection boils down to is fear. Like there's something we're scared or uncomfortable with. Right? Like, you know, I, I had always heard, like always for my entire life, I had heard that people are afraid of succeeding And I never understood that. Not until I started studying mindset and emotional awareness and trauma, like all of that stuff that didn't ring any bells for me because I was like, why would you be scared of getting what you're literally working for? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like you're working for it because you want it. Why would someone not really or be scared of wanting what they want they wouldn't want it then like it, it just was a total like mind fuck to me that that was that was real but it is real because i I now I've experienced it or I think more so I've been able to look at times in my past where I was experiencing that but I wasn't conscious to it And that like really kind of blew my mind. You know, there was some examples, I think, like, I think specifically a lot of the examples were like in high school where I, that's where that half-assing came in for me. And for a lot of people, like you purposely half-ass it because you don't want to go all in because yeah, if you're successful and you get what you want, then what? Or what if you get it and you're like, and it doesn't change things or what if you get it and it's not really what you wanted or like, what if you get it and then you realize, yeah, like there's a lot of what ifs that happen with, with that specific fear, but there's a lot of other fears too. Like there could be underlying fear from your past because of an event that happened in your life or the way you grew up, or like, I'll give you an example here in a minute, but that the first step in embracing your imperfect journey, because it's going to be imperfect is to identify what it is you're scared of and Why? And like, be careful with this too, because You know, it could bring up some old stuff that maybe you're not ready to process yet. And then I would highly recommend that you process that with a professional. Otherwise, like if you're truly curious to see, like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Like, what is motivating this subconscious behavior for me to keep thinking I'm not good enough unless I do it perfect. And therefore I do nothing or I don't follow through, or I'm constantly feeling ashamed for how I am doing things because I can never seem to get it perfectly right. So here are some questions that you can kind of go through on and asking yourself to dissect that a little bit. So like, where did this fear of not doing it perfect come from? like can you remember the first time you felt like oh my god the world's gonna end if i don't get this done right because we i know we do that to ourselves with like all that pressure on getting it done perfect and making it look good and you know maybe it's maybe it connects with worrying about what other people think and like that's a thing from your past from your childhood because i don't know you were bullied or some shit like Like there's a connection somewhere with that specific fear. Like it's fear, but make sure you like fear of what fear of being judged, fear of not being good enough. Fear. You know what I'm saying? So figure out exactly nail down that fear. What is it a fear of? Okay. Another question is what do you really feel on this kind of ties in with what kind of fear fear of what what do you really feel when you're thinking your efforts are a total waste unless it's done in exactly the right way like what's what's really going on where does that come from does that sentence even resonate with you does that sentence resonate with you guys like my efforts are a total waste unless I do it exactly right. Like it's not going to work either. It's not going to work or it's not going to be good enough or that it means something about me. Does that resonate? Yeah. Okay. The other piece you want to connect with here, because this is, this is going to fully embody you into, you know, really breaking down everything that's going on with this is what do you feel in your body? Like, what sensations do you experience when you feel like you screwed it up and that it's not salvageable and that it's not good enough and you're not good enough and you can never get it right? Or like, what are you experiencing? Like what, what comes up in your body? What do you feel? And if, if you're thinking like, well, I feel anxious. Okay. Well, that's more of like, an emotion like what does anxiety feel like in your body though like do you feel it in your chest do you feel it in your fists do you feel it in your head does your head feel jumbled and foggy or you know what I mean like there can be physical sensations that identify with it and if you feel numb that's a feeling too but then also a really good practice is to like visualize like your body as an outline And what colors and what shapes and what things come up for you? Like, maybe you're like, oh, I see like red and yellow lightning bolts in my chest when I feel this way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some people are more visual and that can help connect the dots for them. If you're not visual, maybe you can think of a song or something or a kind of music like, yes, that embodies exactly how I feel like a theme song to some movie where you're always like, Oh, like that's it right there. I can't think of one off the top of my head though, for some reason, (laughs) like the music to gladiator. Do you, are you guys familiar with that? I can't think of it in my head right now, but every time that movie's on or like, I like, I know that music like it could play and I'd be like, that's from gladiator. That's that song. I don't know. Anyone younger than us listening to this anytime in the future is going to be like, what, what is she talking about? But it's a good movie. Russell Crowe, anybody? Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So yeah, really connect with what's going on in your body, on the outside of your body, on emotional level, and where that fear is coming from. And you might be really, really surprised by what you find out. So for me, I'm I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you guys an example on what this can look like for me. So the pressure for me about doing things right or wrong, I know that there's a direct link, like with my dad in this, in this emotion. Like I need to do it right or, and cause if it's not good enough, Oh my God. Or like, I don't want to screw up. And just to give you some context now, my, my dad's amazing. And, and, but I grew up on a farm. Okay. So I did a lot of, I worked a lot with my dad. He and I one-on-one doing farm work, like a lot, one of the most huh, biggest pressure, <laughs> Some of the biggest pressure I've been under while like being with my dad is I'm on the tractor and I'm operating the tractor and he's directing me on exactly what to do with the tractor. Cause we're like hauling something or moving something and you got to use the bucket and you get like, yes, I know the looks on your faces. You guys are like, what you like rode a tractor and did farm work and shit. Yes. This is real. I'm not making this up. I actually just like a month ago did this and experienced a panic attack on the tractor because like all of this shit was flooding back to me because what happens when I'm on the tractor and my dad's directing me is you have to understand my dad is an extremely poor communicator and he thinks you can read his mind unless he's angry then he lets you know exactly how he feels and it's not good and you do not want to experience that so you can imagine the amount of pressure you're under when you're operating this huge piece of farm equipment to not kill somebody, your dad, and also do it right so you don't break something because if you break something, that's really bad on a farm. Like this is this is the environment. This is the pressure cooker in this situation. Okay. And so I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to let him down. I want to do it really well. So if you guys ever need someone to drive a tractor for you and haul shit and move shit, like whatever, I am your person. You give me a call. I, it's like, I can, yeah, it's not a problem. I can do it. So, but I, I learned in a very, like intense environment. Right. And so it wasn't all bad though. Like it taught me a whole, a lot of skills. I have a lot of skills and I'm comfortable with a lot of things. I think a lot of women or a lot of people would not be comfortable with. And like, I'm kind of a tough farm chick. And so I got that going for me. I don't know if if that's good or not, but there we are. And so I know that That ties me to some of my perfectionism and wanting to do things right. Because if I failed, it was not good. It was not a good situation. I felt like a failure. I felt like I let my dad down. I felt like I didn't do a good enough job, even though I was trying my hardest. If I failed, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter if you're trying your hardest, like you better, like it's expected. You better try your hardest. Why wouldn't you? But then if something goes wrong, like he would, he would let, you know, he's kind of an intimidating guy. Like my dad is super smart. I remember when I first started dating my husband, he was like, yeah, I really like your dad. He doesn't say much, but when he does, it's, it's, it's to the point and it's, it's usually right. And, and, (laughs) and I was like, I guess that kind of does describe my dad. like. He's not going to beat around the bush. He's going to tell you exactly good or bad is happening. So anyway, this is an example for you to kind of pull from like, what are some of those earliest pressure situations that I found myself in that contributed to maybe me now feeling like I have to do it right, or I might as well not do it at all. You know what I'm saying? And, um, You know, there's a lot of other shit that gets kind of tossed into this messiness too, like a lot of the expectations placed on women specifically on how we need to do everything. And we need to do it perfect because it needs to look perfect and be perfect and have the perfect family and have the like all of that shit. Right. And so then that's why we do everything ourselves, because then it will get done right and be perfect. And so we carry that over into other aspects of our lives and really put the pressure on. All right. And so what this does, when you figure out kind of what your story is, when you know your story with this specifically, it gives you power to cut yourself some slack and give yourself permission to make mistakes. So now I can, I can go to myself, you know, and tell myself, okay, I didn't, I didn't do whatever today. Okay. So here's a good example today. I wanted to exercise today. I meant to exercise today. It didn't happen. Could I have made it happen had I been more on point with my time? Yep. But it didn't. There's nothing I can do about that right now, right? Well, almost. What I can do about it right now is like let it go, cut myself some slack. My night got busy. I had to run errands. It took longer than I expected. It is what it is. There's no sense in beating myself up over that. It's not, it's not going to make time come back. Like I can't, yeah, I'm I can be a magician, but not that kind of magician. So also what I can do is I can look at this situation. Okay. So for, for myself, looking at my day today, where could I have made time to work out that I didn't, I got stuck scrolling social media. There you go. That's it. That's where my time went. So what's the lesson in that? Okay. When I start scrolling, I need to interrupt that behavior pattern because what am I doing? I'm avoiding doing my workout. That's it. Anybody else? How like you guys do this to yourselves too? Yeah, exactly. And so You know, know your story, because if you don't do this, you're going to sacrifice your mental and emotional health for your achievements. Like you might achieve what you want, but you're going to be fucking miserable. So then if that's what happens, what's the point? What's the point? Because you're working on your goals to feel good, right? But if you're miserable and making yourself miserable getting there, then it was for nothing. It was for nothing. So the first step in into figuring out what you're scared of, again, is like, feel it, face it, know your story. And then you can come up with a plan to imperfectly be successful and embrace the progress you make instead of focusing on all the shit that you didn't do right. All right. So I came up with some ideas for you in order to kind of embrace this and and do this process. And I suggest though only like don't try and do all of this at once because then you're like you're then you're going to be doing exactly what I'm telling you not to do which is to do it perfectly right. <laughs> and that's not the way to do it. You can't possibly do all of this stuff at once. And so, you know, this is actually like pick a couple, one or two things to focus on at a time, master that, and then move on. And that's actually one of the tips that I'm going to give you. Otherwise you're going to overwhelm yourself and you're going to be right back where you started. Okay. So you can also kind of think of this. Another thing that I always want you to consider when you're feeling stuck or like you don't know what to do, or like, I just can't do X, Y, Z, is to look at it from a different perspective. Look at it with a different lens try doing it in a different way. And if you ever need help thinking outside of the box for any of that stuff, like just shoot me a message, you know, you can pick my brain, like I'll throw you some ideas out there or ask a friend or somebody else or whatever. And so what you can do with this is one of the things you can do is to approach this as like a fun game to play. All right. And the fun game is, you know, how to fuck up your perfectionism, right? Like (laughs) how, (laughs) how can I not be perfect today? There you go. Doesn't that sound way more fun than how am I going to get all of this done in in the amount of time and do it exactly right and still be a good mom and still get my work done? Like that sounds horrible. So let's play the game of how can I screw things up and be happy about it? (laughs) feel like I'm hosting a game show. So you're going to just like outsmart yourself basically and take a new avenue on working on this. Okay. So some of these things are basic things that are going to work on your self-confidence so that it will give you, give you the confidence to cut yourself some slack, let you feel empowered to be empathetic and compassionate towards yourself. Okay. So things like practicing affirmations to build your confidence, you know, practice affirmations about your goal and you can write affirmations about not having to be perfect, like progress over perfection. Every little step counts, right? Stuff like that. Every little thing I do towards my goal is working, is helping me, is moving me closer, those are great affirmations or however you want to word it that resonates with you. Those are some some awesome ways to help build you up and keep reminding yourself. But make sure you use that to empower you not to serve as an excuse to not do shit, right? <laughs> That's that is the trick. Like there's a fine line there, right? Cuz I'm a pro at being like, "Oh, but I'm cutting myself slack. So I'm not so hard on myself, remember? And so I'm just going to not do this. (laughs) Oh yeah. Don't do that to yourself. So before we had talked about that time example, right? Like the, Oh, it's already 10 minutes. So I might as well just not do it. And instead have that perception of, yeah, but you still have 20 minutes. So with this tip, like use the Glass half full approach. I think maybe it would be the best way to describe that. Flip that perspective. Okay. Whether it be on time or whether it be on, you know, how you feel about what you accomplished during the day. And like instead of saying, well, fuck it, I'll just start next week or I'll start again tomorrow. You can be like, but I still have three hours left in the day. So I can still hit my how much water I'm going to drink for the day. Like if that's a goal, you know, in, in your nutrition or something. So I can still nail that goal and then, you know, not eat like an asshole for the rest of the day. That's what I call not eating healthy is eating like an asshole. I hope no one's offended by that, but that's, that's what I say. (laughs) That's just the way it's going to be. So (laughs) that's, that's how I say it, but that resonates with me. So use, use language and wording and, and stuff that resonates with you. All right. So yeah, use that. I still have this that I can do. I still have these items that I can do. And if that's hard for you to do, like if you're so in the mindset of like, I'll just screw it, then you have to stop and say, well, how will I feel if I don't do those things? I'm going to feel real shitty. And how will I feel if I do do those things? I'm going to feel a hell of a lot better than if I didn't. Right. So use that perspective to help keep you in your lane lane and moving forward. Remember the goal is progress, not perfection. You are going to screw up, give yourself permission to do it, but don't let it be an excuse to allow you to quit. All right. So the next one is kind of similar. So start focusing on all the positive outcomes of working on and reaching your goal, because we tend to focus, we're human and human tendency is to look at the negatives look at the bad look at the scary all of that shit right so again flipping your perspective to look at the positive outcomes okay so you know it's like late afternoon you made you know you went out to lunch and you didn't plan on going out to lunch and you you ate stuff you didn't plan on eating so you're not hitting your nutrition goals for the day so then you're like Well, screw it. I might as well have one of those donuts in the office or, you know, whatever. Like it just starts cascading down into bad, bad stuff. So instead, you know, change your perspective and focus on the positive outcomes. You can use that with the previous tip of, well, what can I still do for today? And what will be a good outcome? Like what's going to be the outcome if I focus on that, But the key is you have to connect emotionally with it. Meaning how will that make me feel? How do I want to feel? Always be thinking, how do I want to feel? How will this make me feel? You know, like, how do I, how do I feel now? Icky. How do I want to feel? Not icky but don't say not icky, (laughs) say what it is you want to feel like really nail down exactly how you want to feel. And then you can connect with, okay, I can do these three things. And then that will help me feel that positive way instead of like shit. All right. All right. The next one, when you do make a mistake, mistakes are lessons. Okay. Let me say that again. Mistakes are lessons. Give yourself space and grace to learn and grow. That's why you're going through this. I would even encourage you, if you're really hung up on the mistake that you made, and so then your day wasn't perfect or what you were trying to accomplish wasn't perfect, write that out. And then you have to say, okay, instead of why is this happening to me? You ask yourself, well, why is this happening for me? Like this is a lesson. What do I need to learn from it? This is happening for me. It's here to guide me in the right direction. That's literally what is happening. Okay. So there's going to be lessons or a pattern that you'll discover that you're repeating that's keeping you from reaching your goal. And so what you want to do is identify it and then interrupt that pattern so that you can stop making that mistake over and over. Because remember, if you keep making the same mistake or the same problem keeps happening, it means you haven't learned your lesson yet. Because the universe is like, oh, she still didn't get it. Let's reteach it again. Here you go. Here's your shitstorm. storm which is, you know, it's all disguised as a shitstorm, but it's actually a lesson. <laughs> like, like it's serving it up right for us. And we're like, why does this keep happening? Why can't I just get it right? And we're like, poor me, I suck. I'm not worthy. And the universe is like, no, like, no, I'm literally like trying to show you what to do. Like, here's this so you know, go that way. You keep going right into it. I'm putting this roadblock here. So you go that way, but you keep running into the damn thing. Like we, right. This is what's going on. So start dissecting those mistakes, but don't dissect, don't dissect it in a way where you're like getting down on yourself. Dissect it in a way where you're like, okay, what's the lesson I'm supposed to learn here? What, where I'm being redirected. Where should I go instead? Let's try this. So then try something different. And if that doesn't work, then try something different. And if that doesn't work, message me and we'll figure it out, okay? But yeah, mistakes are our lessons are there for a reason. They're guiding us on what we should be doing to get where we are supposed to be going. And on a side note to that, This is a good place to discern whether or not it's really a mistake because sometimes we're really hard on ourselves, what we think is a mistake and it's not right. Sometimes mistakes aren't really mistakes. We're just assholes to ourselves. We perceive them as mistakes because that's what we're programmed to do. And that's what we're trained to do. So one thing that you can do is you can ask yourself if someone else in my life did this, what would I tell them? If my kid was experiencing this, what would I tell them? What would, what would you think about it? If someone else in your life that you loved and cared about, like was experiencing something they thought was a mistake, how would you respond to that? Like we are so much harder on ourselves about the same things that we give grace with others about. Right. So that's another thing that you can take a look at to see If you're like being way too hard on yourself, which a lot of times we are. And some of the things that you're hard on yourself over, you're going to notice it connects with that story that you identified in the beginning. When you're looking at your story about perfectionism, where that comes from, the things you think that are mistakes might not be mistakes. And it has something to do with that story of yours. So there's... Something to consider. Okay, the next one, I'm almost done, I promise. The the next one is to make small promises to yourself. I've talked about this before. This is um, a really cool lesson that I've actually learned from, if you follow the Holistic Psychologist on Instagram, she's amazing. Dr. Nicole Lepera, like, oh my God, amazing. And she talks about small promises a lot. And the cool thing about small promises is that, they contribute to your goal. So they contribute to what you want. So you're always making progress. Then you can embrace that progress, right? Remember the theme is progress over perfection. But the other thing is it builds your confidence, right? And then on top of that, it's it's small. So it's not this like big overwhelming thing. So break up these huge goals, these huge things that you want to do into tiny little pieces and create promises around them. And then keep that promise to yourself for a week and then pick the next one and keep that promise to yourself for a week or two. Like you got to kind of figure out this one might take two weeks. This one might take one and, and, um, and go from there. Give your, give yourself the space to, to go slow Honestly, why do we not go slow? Because you know what happens when we go fast? We end up going slow anyway, because we have to start over so many times. Right? So that would be, what's, what's that, what's that saying? You can't eat an elephant in one bite. You guys ever heard that? You guys are like, oh my God, she's a nutcase. Yeah. Like, think about it. You're going to eat an elephant. You can't shove it all in there. You have to take it bite by bite. Can you eat the whole thing? Yes, but only if you go tiny step by tiny step by tiny step. All those tiny steps, all those small promises will add up to something big in the end. That's what you have to embrace. All right. Okay. The next piece is to delete or ignore anybody that buys into that perfectionistic mindset all right because they're going to negatively impact your progress and your positive mindset and your little bite-sized promises that you're keeping to yourself and also be careful of like who you're watching because especially on social media You don't want to be comparing yourself to people who you think are doing it perfectly. First of all, they're not doing it perfectly. And then remember if they are, they're probably fucking miserable, but you just aren't seeing it. Just don't do that to yourself. It's not real. Comparison will like kill your motivation on that. Instead have compassion. That's going to cultivate what you need to keep going and then adjacent to that, I would say if there's anyone giving you advice on something that they do not have direct experience with, do not give them the fucking time of day unless they're cheering you on. That's another rule. Like don't take advice from people who haven't been there done that unless they're supporting you. So remember those, those tips. Okay. And then I think... The last one that I would really think is kind of very supportive in this whole thing is to write down like every day, write down one thing that contributed to you reaching your goal. Even if you completely screwed the entire day up, you can come up with something because We are amazing at bullshitting ourselves. We do it all of the time. So use your creativity and skills to give yourself credit for something. Even if you like literally did nothing to contribute like in your head to your goal, like your goal is to exercise every day. I didn't exercise today, but I walked around Costco for an hour Boom, I got my walk in today and I pushed a cart and my daughter was on the end of the cart. So, you know, like I was really working hard to turn that sucker because she's got to stand on the end of it, which makes it impossible to turn. So ha! Huh, I did get a workout in today. So there, see, it's as easy as that. Now you guys are smiling and you're laughing and you think I'm crazy, but you can do that to yourself. But like I said before, like, don't make the mistake of doing that every day and then using that as an excuse to not exercise. Okay. Oh, I'll just go shopping and I don't have to exercise today. (laughs) That's totally something I would do. (laughs) Okay. So this, like all of these tips, this is how you embrace progress over perfection. Like no... That you're gonna make mistakes and that those mistakes are there for you, for you to keep going on the right path and redirect you and teach you a lesson. So be grateful for those mistakes, okay, because they're teaching you lessons, valuable lessons that you need to learn and that are actually going to help you. All right. Stop that self-shaming crap that needs to be nixed. Give yourself some credit and you know, know that progress, embracing progress over perfection is it's, it's really how anyone who has ever achieved anything has ever done it. All of the like great, amazing things you've seen accomplished in the world weren't done perfectly the first time right away. And exactly the way that like, it just doesn't, there's, there was anguish behind the scenes there were mistakes made there were fumbles and fouls and you know hurdles like all of that shit the thing the thing that sets it apart and made it a success is that they learned from all of the things we talked about they learned from their mistakes they kept going they didn't let the mistakes stop them they kept going figured out what the lessons were gave themselves grace and time focused on the outcome and the positives, all of that stuff. Okay. That's how it all adds up to something amazing. And so, and you guys are amazing. So make sure you tell yourselves that every single day, right? Okay. What do you guys have for me? That's the end of my spiel.
2: I could totally relate to just about, I mean, everything, like the whole perfectionism and stuff. And when you're talking about like growing up and stuff, I think, it made me realize, like, whenever... um, Like, I've had this ever since I was a kid because, basically, I was always... I always did well in school. I wasn't a perfect, like, straight-A student or anything like that, but I always did well and that there was always high expectations for me. So I always you know, did my best. I was always the one going above and beyond doing extra, whatever I could do. And then there was a few times whenever I like got turn in assignments that I thought I did really well on, or I, I put a lot of effort, did well, And then either teachers, professors, whatever, be like, I expected more from you. And you're, I'm like, Ooh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah, so it was like, so there I get that. And then, um, my previous, the, the job I had two years or my, first job out of college. Basically, I was there 13 years. I mean, I worked my way up. I busted my butt off for this company and mm-hmm. I did everything. And then, I mean, um, and so, so and then long story short, there are a lot of leadership changes, just everything. And then they ended up eliminating my department. And so when they came to tell me that they were doing this, they told me, cause it was, I was in charge of a design team and they came to me, the president of the company was just like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. You're too expensive. And so, so and I'm like, really, oh that's how you tell me <laughs> you're eliminating my job wow. <laughs> and my team. And mm-hmm. so, and so like with all this like perfectionism stuff, so, like, so like, every time I feel like I've done perfect, I'm doing all stuff. I get like, like hammered. So, like,
0: like, yeah, gosh, you get slammed. Yeah. Yes. You get told it wasn't good enough. So of course yes. you're going to have issues with, with mm-hmm. all of this, like, absolutely. So, oh, thank you for sharing that. That was really vulnerable. And that was, yeah. um, that was great. Cause I know a lot of women are going to resonate with that as far mm-hmm. as like, yes me too like yeah I try my best and it's still not good enough so why should I why like why should I even try anymore and Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah good I hope I hope the things that you know we talked about and we've you know kind of the things that I outlined will kind of help process some of that for you first of Mm -hmm. all First of all, those people are assholes and they didn't deserve you.
2: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of funny. The one, the president of the company who told me to that, you know, basically they didn't need me. Oh, and then they gave me a one day notice then too. So like, that was really great. Is that legal? (laughs) Well, hold on. Well, uh, About four months prior to that, they told me once one project was done, then uh, this last project, then. My, so it's my time at the company. And I'm like, can you give me a day or whatever? And they're just like, well, no. And then so basically four months later, they came in and I'm trying to say any names here, but he was just like, oh, I just wanted to wish you, wish you good luck. blah blah." I go, so when exactly is my last day? He's like, oh, tomorrow. We don't need you. But mm-hmm. he, I mean, he reinforced oh them. We don't need you. <laughs>
0: That's garbage. Those are not leaders. I hate when you hear stories about this because people no. like that mm-hmm. are in leadership positions and they're not leaders. They don't know how to yeah. lead
2: yeah. And then to top that all off, I had an assistant who weaseled her way into stay in longer than me by withholding information from me, going to around my back to senior leadership and basically making, making it look like I was incompetent and seven wasn't doing my job. So like this, so was, uh, I mean, just craziness. So now like with my work and just even just like this road to being healthier and stuff like I... Like those thoughts come up, like to me, like whenever I'm trying to do my best, I'm like, well, why? Because all you're gonna be told is not good enough, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, yeah, so, but and I'm then I
0: would bet much. that you have yeah. some connections too with all of that, and like the not good enough stuff. Also, like, okay, who's out to get me? Who do I have to watch out for? Like, you are on high alert mm-hmm. in that state. Oh yeah. Yeah so mm-hmm. but I I
2: worked really hard this past year um mm-hmm. ever since starting with Esther and everyone or this and working with all the coaches that slowly overcoming that but it still yeah. it still creeps up especially when I'm working on bigger projects for work like I'll do like the perfectionism and like the details I'm like I'm afraid to turn it in or stop because I'm like it's not good enough it's not good enough and so, so,
0: and so I experienced so, that today and I'm my own boss
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing, the thing, and I'm in a super supportive work environment now, so it's just so. Yeah, aren't
0: you glad so you left? Yes, you left those jerks behind. Like, oh yes, absolutely. It was, it yes. was hell going through it, but now you're like, see ya, bye. Yes, but then it's also just a
2: mental adjustment too, yeah. being in that supportive environment because, like, and you're trusting saying, it. You're- Right. Cause yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh, when, when something, something's too good to be true here. Like
1: this, this can't be real. <laughs> so, you have Stockholm syndrome. Like you're like, yes. sure, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like the other, she's going to drop. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, Like
2: yeah. to the point, like if anyone calls me from work, I'm like, <gasps> but I'm just like, what do they want? And usually it's like, oh, we just have a quick question. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I so, get yeah. that. Cause I like I just sent an email out today to my email list and I don't usually do it. Like it's been super years, like since I've done like an email thing. And and so I, I, I did that today, but I've been kind of holding off on it and, I was worried about sending it because I'm like, oh, like I don't want to spam people and I don't want to be that person and I don't want to annoy people. But then what I did is I changed my perspective, too, because what I was I was talking about my membership that I'm starting and in that email. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I want to send this out because I know someone on my email list, like wants this and needs this, but they don't know about it yet. And so mm-hmm. this is for that one person. And then I say, right in the email, like, if you don't want to get emails from me, please unsubscribe. Cause like no hard feelings. I totally get it. Yeah. I unsubscribed from like three email lists today that I didn't even know I was on. So like, I, I get it. Like it's an, it's, if you don't want it, it's annoying. So yeah, no hard feelings, but yeah, it took me like a week to work up the courage to hit send on that bad boy. And then literally, so this is what happened too. So five minutes later, so I was telling my husband, cause we both work from home. I was telling him yeah, I sent this email out. Like, I'm nervous about it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to check my email and it's probably going to be full of all these. Oh, this person joined your wait list. And I was just joking around and I pulled up my email and there was one in there and it was like five minutes later. I was like, oh my God, there's actually one in here. So then I was so happy. So like the difference now is though, so now I was like, that came in my inbox and I like latched onto that and allowed myself to feel proud and allowed myself to be excited because we don't let ourselves do that either. And that's a game changer when you start allowing yourself to feel the positive emotions that we're told are not allowed to feel. So let yourself feel proud when you're working on like, especially those many, those little promises, keeping those small promises to yourself mm-hmm. is keep that promise to yourself. But then at the end of the day, like let yourself feel good about it and have pride about it and be you know be proud that's that's the connector right there so that's that's a that's a good tip to add in there I don't think I said that so I'm glad we went there I'm glad you're in a much better workspace now that's me too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trust. And because oh, then I had a two, like an 18 month um, job at another place that was just hell. Like, I mean, that's all we call it. It's just hell. And so, so like, oh I, I, I don't, i like, by the time I tell people, I'm like, we're just going to skip over that. That 18 yeah. months that oh. didn't exist. <laughs>
1: so. yep. I right. feel like that's that. the same thing you were talking about, Jenny, is all the lessons. Like when I look back at the crappy things that I did and for jobs or crappy bosses I had, like I have such, I can look back now and be like, Oh, I I appreciate this so much more now because of that horrible situation. And so,
0: (laughs) yeah, like I, you know, I might have PTSD from getting screamed at while I'm on the tractor by my dad, but at the same time, I have a lot of skills.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, that my dad actually was the same, the same way. Not, we didn't have a tractor, unfortunately, oh. a jealous, but, but my dad, and I think I've told this story. Amanda, you might've heard this story, mm-hmm. I remember vividly. And a lot of kids did the mission project when you were a kid, like you, had, you did the mission. And so mm-hmm. we, I had to do a mission and I did it with like a Barbie and like a, you know, shoebox and like basic, very basic mission. I like glued things on it. Mm-hmm. And my dad, who's a, he's a contractor. he's a
0: contractor.
1: Oh God. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. <laughs> I woke up <laughs> the next morning to a whole freaking church with like stained glass windows that like pews. He redid it for you. He did the whole freaking thing. <laughs> like not even like just like helped it. Like he literally did his own project. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, oh my Talk about not good enough. He was like i <laughs> about yeah, feeling like an elf.
0: My, worst is my daughter I, will not
1: <laughs> go in and. Bump she will, not, she will not shame this family by bringing this crappy barbie
0: mission <laughs> like, this Hold is gonna on, affect I my it. business I <laughs>
1: no it was awful but seriously the same thing like I, and i thought you know it didn't affect me i didn't think it affected me but then again like like a year later we had to do a stagecoach same exact thing like came out and it had like burlap and like wheels and so I grew up always like second guessing every pro- and I mm-hmm. love like crafty mm-hmm. things, but like second guessing and staying up till like two and three in the morning sewing costumes to make sure they were perfect and oh, like my. every little thing. And so I do have a sign that says "Don't let perfect be the enemy of good," and it sits right behind my oh, monitor.
0: it. it
1: every That's day I cool. look at it because it is a huge, huge challenge.
0: So good. Yeah, it is a huge challenge. Oh.
1: And I'll never make a mission again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so your homework, you guys, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's good stuff. Well, anything else anyone wants to add or throw in there or? commiserate. No, we're all good. Okay. Awesome. You guys are amazing. That was so good. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. This was great. I, I love calls like this. I love where we can kind of chat and talk about some of the big things because then we get better ideas and we, you know, have more revelations about things and epiphanies and, you know, we're just all better together. Right. Yes. All about. I love it. Okay. Well, awesome. Haven't, haven't asked unless anybody has any questions. No. No. You're like no, oh like, get us the hell out of here. We're on Eastern Standard Time. It's past our bedtime, right? I, I have
2: a workout to do. So. Oh
0: jeez. Oh yes. my I, god. Okay. We I'm the, we have I'm to the get night you out owl, though. Then. So I'm a night owl. So that's yeah, that's all, all me. <laughs> I've done it too. Okay, we'll get you guys going so you can reach those goals. I love it. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bye. ladies. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Shed the Shame. If you liked what you heard today, I'd love if you subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share it with anyone that you think it would resonate with. If you feel so inspired to, please leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode on Facebook or Instagram.